Welcome to the number one marketing and motivational podcast in the world. You already know, it's your favorite host, J.H. Cole, here to bring you satisfaction and a whole lot of action. In today's episode 27, the future of the cannabis industry with Blaine Steely. Here today, right. I'm going to go ahead let him take over the podcast. The floor is yours. Sure. Uh, my name is Blaine, uh, owner of Mavi Collective. Right now, at Off the Rip, you would... You know, it's a small little store in a small town, uh, but we have a few things developing in the industry, you know, taking a couple turns and going a, d- a few different routes. And I'm excited to be here, man. I'm really looking forward to this. Sure, brother. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show yes, today, sir. man. Yeah, for All sure. right. So, you know, um, exactly, you know, what is Amavi? Amavi is Latin to love, how we touched on, you know. But um, Amavi is wellness, man, overall wellness, whether it be physical, mental, or emotional. Um, and we're really getting into the fact where we have a, a lot of products coming and, um, you know, promoting the brand is, the, is a, you know, a decent amount of importance. Uh, but the most important thing is to continue to fight uh, against regulations in the cannabis industry. Um, I think people really underestimate what that is. Um, it's... It is nuts, and there's two sides to it, of course, hemp and marijuana. So it just depends on where you want to go with it, you know, and everything like that. Um, it's a lot, man. But I'm really, uh, it's awesome. It's fun. I've learned a lot. The business is new and everything like that. It's still developing, um, but yeah, things are looking really good. Let me just say that. Awesome, bro. <laughs> awesome. So you know. Um, what, where do you see the future of cannabis industry? Well, medical marijuana is legalized in Georgia. Um, they're putting the committee together right now to just, you know, get applications out so people can apply. Um, there are six licenses. It's basically going to be two big licenses that um, we'll be able to extract and then four smaller ones that are just growing, I believe is how it's working out. Um, yeah, and hemp's federally legalized, as you know, so that's open game. So we're really trying to hit that, uh, you know, full stride, man. Awesome. Yeah, so that's it. Okay, really. um, real quick, I was reading up, I seen that you was in the uh, Calhoun Times newspaper when right. y'all opened up. <laughs> yes. And, you know, doing my research on Amavi, um, I seen that um, Governor Kemp, you know, he um, passed the House Bill 324, yes. which allows some loopholes to... Um, cannabis to be grown and things like that. Could you speak on that and what do you, what do you mean? House Bill 324 is kind of what I was just touching on, um, that it is the six licenses. There's going to be a total of, people think it's crazy because marijuana is legalized in Georgia. You know, they, it's like the area that we come from, they can't fathom that. Um, and they think, but it's only two acres, you know? Right. That's what people don't understand. Out of six License that's 200,000 square feet and then 450,000. Excuse me, it's not two acres, but it's less than five, right? I mean, total to get the supply we need for you know, oh, we have I think there are 8,000, 10,000 medical marijuana patients already in Georgia, wow. and they have no access to get any of their medicine, so that's pretty much the biggest thing, you know. Um, Medical marijuana, the oil has been legalized, the 5% oil has been legalized since 2015, but Georgia didn't put a law in for us to be able to access that medicine or for anybody to be able to access it. You know, they made it impossible, not nearly impossible. It was impossible unless you were committing a federal offense going to another state. Right. Right. Cool. So that's kind of where Georgia is and kind of where we're at. So, so is it safe to say that a Mavi collect collector will be one of the first dispensaries, you know, in 
Georgia mm-hmm. or in Calhoun? Well, see, it's safe to say that Amavi Collective is already a, a, the first dispensary of cannabis. Like I said, cannabis is hemp and marijuana, no matter how you look at it. Same cannabinoids. Um, hemp, the, I think the medical term is cannabis sativa L is the actual name of it. Okay. Um, so, but to answer your question, I know you're asking from a marijuana perspective and the answer is yes, that's the goal. But the number one goal is to get an increase of what we're able to sell. I mean, it is legalized to sell the 5% oil to just patients, right? Mm-hmm. What we want is the flour or stronger oil and stuff like that. So like I said, it's a continued fight and we're one and a half years in just on the business side of things, right? Right. right. It's been longer than that for sure. So uh, it's opening it up, man. It really is like Georgia has a chance to really knock it out of the park, especially Mm -hmm. with Florida doing a couple years of oil and then developing into flour. Same process, bro. You know, Um, same process. Okay. And I mean, less than five years, it's going to be recreational. Take it out. For right. sure. And it's probably going to be because one of our presidents legalized it federally before Georgia makes the decision to do it. I feel, you know, I feel that way at least. Gotcha. Gotcha. And when I came in today, man, you let me get some of this CBD living water 9.5, man. So, right. Um, and, you know, I drink a lot of water. I'm an athlete, oh, man, man. And I can really taste, you know, the difference in this water right here, man. So, can you tell me a little bit what this CBD water can actually do for you? Uh, man, CBD in general can do a lot for you. There, I mean, just health benefits, uh, recovery. If you like, you said you're an athlete and everything like that. Right. Uh, there, there's a lot. Um, but the water, uh, I think it's very interesting. You know, uh, water is at its best when it's balanced, right? Right. And that is when we are at our best, and that's uh, when. Um, cannabis is at its best so right. it's like a balance more so than an over concentration of CBD right you want a balanced approach you want the chemi- you want the cannabinoid spectrum to be full like the plant you know so really interesting the better the better the balance of water it, the better it is for you just like cannabis cool so I'm a huge man I drink 100 ounces of water a day bro <laughs> I love it right you just feel better you know so so what actually does cbd do for your body man does it get you high does it just relieve pain does it like what is the the purpose of taking man? (laughs) that's what people full spectrum uh, cbd which is what you want you don't want isolates you you don't want some of the cannabinoids you want them all including thc man every hemp plant has thc make sure you got that every hemp plant has thc man so if you're getting a cbd oil or a salve or gummies and it's no thc then you are not getting any medical benefits you basic you know you're not getting any medical benefits from that cannabis it's not cannabis it's cbd that's what you know Mm -hmm. and i think people get confused cbd is the dominant compound in hemp so if you have the hemp plant naturally it's going to be cbd oil you know Mm -hmm. and where people try to make the distillate and make the isolate and just sell you cbd that's not what we're about um the bare minimum of medical cannabis should be full spectrum cbd anything above that should be marijuana the five percent oil that we talked about and beyond okay yeah um yeah that's it all right, man. That, thanks for educating us on that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to switch topics a little bit. And this topic that I'm about to touch on could be a little bit 
you know, um, for some people could be a little bit, you know, um, so we're just gonna get right into it, man. So, you know, with this being going to be legalized. Let's get heavy, man. And, and we have some people, um, like minorities who are, are still getting locked up for little bags of, of dime bags and of nickel course. bags. And then, you know, we got That's some awesome. of the um, executives over, over here opening up, you know, acres and acres of land right. and just growing it and making million dollars of it, off of that. So can you right. talk about that? Uh, oh man, this is like my favorite topic because I feel, you know, I feel not, and we'll just hit it square, right? Yeah, so sure. like based off race, I'm not a minority, right. but I happen to grow up in the culture, I guess, you know? So I have a real firsthand experience of that. Um, we've had multiple, or I've had multiple people too, to be in fact, that come to mind. Three, if you throw in last year, that have faced offenses here recently or whatever. And it's, uh, it's very sad, especially when you see all the cities in Atlanta, even I think, um, I don't want to put say it for sure, but maybe Columbus or Augusta, one of them has decriminalized marijuana and all of that. So that's ultimately the goal, right? Like when that's the biggest thing, that's the most important thing. All of the people in, that are locked up right now mm -hmm. will be set free. And there are actually states like Illinois or New York that are going to automatically release people that, you know, nonviolent charges, right. just marijuana, been locked up most of their life, right. you know, like it's, it's really terrible, honestly. Um, but that's why we do it. Or that's why I do it. Right. You know? So I can always, you know, speak for myself. But Amavi in general, man, nobody should be going to prison for a plant. You know? Right. <laughs> like just straight fact, I don't care if you're white, black, brown, it doesn't matter. But it's no secret that coming from where we come from, you know, being around Atlanta and I mean the vast majority of people that get arrested for marijuana are African-American, black, you know, however you want to look at it. Right. And it's, it's something that needs to be addressed. Let's just say that, right? right? It really does. And I think Georgia being the center of the South, mm -hmm. you know, right. like has the most power in making that change. Right. I don't think like New York's not going to do that. Right. Oregon, what, right. you know, like just because like 98% of people that live in Oregon are white or, right. you know, Pacific, you know, or something like that. So it's not of importance. I don't want to say that, right. you know, but I think it's really a big deal that Georgia be the first to like make that known that that's why they're doing that right. because of the population and the demographics here, gotcha. you know? So, and that's just really my thought. Um, We've been fighting for that for a while, and we will continue to fight for that, you know? Um, but Georgia, I have to say, with all of that being said, bro, um, with the other states acting how they do, Georgia's actually going out of its way to do that. So they're making a minimum, you have to have minority-owned businesses and all of that. And um, what was the other thing that they, oh, the banking and stuff like that. They're going out of their way to make sure that they have those things covered. So I have nothing but good things to say about the state of Georgia when it comes to medical marijuana with that. Right. Um, but, you know, a little push, a little bit more, right. you know, for the flower. Like, let's push for the flower. Let's push to get these guys released now, not next year, right. not two years, not after it's been legalized, not after people have made millions of dollars in Georgia off medical marijuana. Right. Let's get these people out of prison, <laughs> right? right? And let's get, let's, let's get on track here right. and do the right thing, right. you know? So... That's really it. Awesome. That's the most important thing about this entire process, man, for real. And I think that everybody 
that's been around will agree with that, or that's in it um, in Georgia. It's a really big deal. And uh, yeah, man, what would it be like to be not that cannabis is the reason, mm-hmm. right? It's not you. Yeah. <laughs> it's cannabis. Right, right. Like cannabis be the reason that all those people come back and get what they deserve, right, you know? Right. And not only that, to get their records clean, right. allow them to work in cannabis if they want to and all of that, because if you have federal offenses, you can't work in cannabis, sure. point blank. Right. Like, uh, I think it may be not federal, eh, yeah, felonies, mm-hmm. drug-related offenses, you can't work in cannabis. Right. Well, they're all, you, all those millions of people you're re- releasing, that's why they were in prison. So you're releasing them to not be able to do what they wanted, you know what right. I mean? So it's kind of a, you gotta, fi- you have right. to figure it out, and there are a lot of moving parts. But we're going, we're going for it, right. you know. So that's the goal. And I, I have recently seen that we had a hurricane hit, Hurricane Duran. I'm not sure the name, right? But a lot of the um, states, a lot of the states that have it legalized, they actually use their tax dollars to donate to help that right. that relief. So do you think you know um, legalizing that and using that tax dollars to help you know lift up the economy? Do you think that's something that would work or? How you feel about that? Oh, 100%, bro. I think the first year, Colorado, like half a billion dollars in taxes off just flower sales by itself. Um, yeah, and Georgia's planning to um, infrastructure, you know, roadways and education. I think education and transportation, I think, are the two things that they're looking for the tax dollars to go in. I think that's the most important thing. Um, Georgia is the number one business state, right? But I think we do lack a little bit in our education system mm-hmm. in certain areas, especially in the, you know, Atlanta, right. you know where the majority of what we're talking about is going on right. right now because we are in North Georgia right now where, you know, this is hopefully going to blow up because people are going to uh, be like, what is going on? You right. know, like, because right. uh, I, I think people are not aware of how quickly medical marijuana is coming. Right. Not even medical marijuana, just marijuana in general. Right, right. So, yeah, that's it. Um, I don't know. How do you think they will regulate it? Because like right now, by under it's the table, regulated. it's so. But it's so many people who have like pounds in a in a closet right now. Right, it's making you know hundreds and thousands of dollars more. And then yeah, more. Yeah. And then we got the the ones who's actually getting their license, like you, and mm-hmm. opening up these shops and these businesses to actually do it sure. the correct way. Um, yeah. How do you think? What do you think that'll be a problem in going forward with this? I think it was okay. So it's very interesting. Uh, the whole industry is interesting. So it's broken down into segments. The state runs the industry. Each state is different, right? But at the same time, because California was the leader in you know marijuana and everything like that, they're also kind of the leader in the shutdown of the black market. So it's making its own sweep through the country. Like so, marijuana legalizing. There's also this back black market sweep that's getting shut down right cool what's coming from that is less kids smoking because they can't access marijuana and um you know the the quality is going up and stuff like that right Mm -hmm. so the the black market is actually still thriving that's what people don't understand right right? so it's kind of it's going to go away though yeah right but uh it's it's all about quality and stuff like that. And again, that's my own opinion, you know. Right. Uh, but there is a difference, right? right? Um, but the black market itself has taken its own hits. But it's also kind of let me refrain. There are there's two types of black markets, right? There's right. the ones you're not sure if you should buy, you know, if you right. should. And there's some that are so organic that it's like I want that. I can't get it anywhere. Right. You know, it's yeah. so it's just the content of that flower 
is clean, organic, and you know it, whereas it's better than the dispensary marijuana. So in a sense, that black market is better for you, you know? Yeah. People like to think of the black market like, oh, criminals, blah, blah, blah. But really, there are a bunch of black market people that can't afford licensing or whatever right. that grow the best marijuana, right. you know? Yeah, sure. So the home grows are important, you right. know? Yeah. That's, that's the non-licensing growers are important. That's in that sense, you know? Because what they're, I mean, it's just like anything else. Yeah, business, they're trying to regulate it and control it a little bit so they can have just that the right. control right, right, right. Um, but you know the black market still uh, in that sense will thrive until there isn't one and the only way that happens is it being federally legalized because up until December you mm -hmm. technically still had a black market hemp industry but you could sell oil to all 50 states just not the plant right, right. so there's still technically a black market there um, so the black market is major, really. It yeah, really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's all I know about is the black market. Right. You know I saying? think that's all how we got started, right? right? I think all the big guys, unless they're industry guys coming in just to throw some money, right. you know. I mean, that's where, and that's, that is important. That's the people that are in prison, you know. Right, right, going back yeah. to that, and that's the people, again, two sides of the black market. Uh -huh. They're criminals because you made them criminals, right? right. If we could go back and look at each person and look at their story I, I, in the black market I guarantee you the people that have spent years of their life in prison mm -hmm. had probably some of the cleanest marijuana or hemp or whatever right. you know because that's all they were, they were just growing a little uh, you know a little bit or whatever whereas when you get into these bigger regulated markets it's just massively produced with not as much you know care with the plant so a lot of things can be produced and you know make a worse product I don't want to say that but regulations aren't always the best you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so it, when they're controlling the industry that's when that's what I'm trying to say that's when they're not at their best right, right. So. all right well we're gonna uh, go ahead and switch gears again I want to go toward you know promoting and branding yes. and, and marketing <laughs> right and advertising not only you know a mobby collective but also um, the the product and and you know cannabis you know right how do you feel about being at, are, are people gonna be able to advertise on facebook mm -hmm. and advertise on instagram and google do you think are people are we gonna go to where oh, you man, can that's a great story buy some grams off right. of google like where, listen, where are we going listen to this uh i really believe that is where we're going and this is why uh since hemp is federally legalized now i actually had a conversation um december or january with Two different guys. One was the CEO of Lucasfilms, uh, which is um, Star Wars, right. and the other one ran like the charity at Google or something, right? They wanted to invest in him. And in short, if Google, you know, is <laughs> wanting to invest in him, they are only going to do that when the regulations are put in place that they can advertise. Right. So they're going to be the powerhouse, I would say, of the federal market, or try to be at least. But not a shot at Google. The guy I was talking to, and they even they had a pharmacist and they had a doctor talking to me about CBD. You know what I mean? Right. They had no, they didn't have the complete idea, right? And I wasn't going to give it to them. Right. Um, so I think, like you, like we know, it's trial and error, man. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, when you're trying to sell, you when you're trying to sell a brand behind a terrible product, it's you you will be exposed. Right. So it's okay. I, I, I do believe that companies like Google 
we'll get into it. Amazon, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Um, but the ones that know the plant, the mm-hmm. ones that can push the brand, that all of that is important, right? It's right. a different game. Right. It's not buying and reselling right. uh, tied pouches. You know, right. they didn't make that. They. It's just. It's a different game for right. sure. Yeah. But yeah, the ones that get in on Amazon, oh yeah, Amazon's gonna make their money, Google's gonna be able to advertise and everything like that. Right, right. But so will we, right. you know, at that sure. point. So that's the point of this. Mm-hmm. We can, and they can too right now, but they're not taking the risk because mm-hmm. they don't have to, right? right? right. We you have, have to, to. Right. you know, of course. We, just like you said, you, you're, we're taking risks every day, um, putting ourselves out there in a state that may or may not accept us for who we are, right? right? right. But at the end of the day it is what it is like if you're not trying to be at the front or be a pioneer or anything like that what are you, you know what are right. you trying to do what are you doing you're just gonna hit the lab late you know like yeah, yeah. no that's not how we right. play you right. know we're always ahead right. or try to be and that's why and that's why i love the two sides to it like on the marijuana side uh, when we have the ability to shift into that um no one else will have that ability you know mm-hmm. so they will be Still on the CBD wave, which is great, but you can get CBD from marijuana. Right. So it just depends on the plan so, and what you're going for. So would you say that you know, I brands are the future when growing this cannabis thing? One hundred percent. Yes, brands branding to me is the future of any industry right now. Like, and it's the present. So that's why the main reason we're doing this. I know. There may or may not be anybody watching, but I promise, like, 10 years from now, this will matter. And you'll be glad that you did it because nobody else is doing it, right. you know? The only people that are doing it are the ones that started on YouTube before YouTube was huge, right? Right. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's one of those things that you, I honestly believe, and I'm getting into it myself. So this is a big thing for me. People are going entrepreneurs right. are going to be getting followed around with a camera all the time right, right, you know right. like you said voice and all of that that's that is real mm-hmm. I mean highly capable a friend of mine uh, sent me a video the other day of like this robot on cheddar you mm-hmm. know just doing some back backflips he didn't know that I had seen the video already <laughs> you know because I'm you know right try to be ahead of the wave and right. everything right. you know of course um, that's where the money is ahead of the wave right you know yeah. if anybody asks me where the money is that's where it's at right you know you just have to be willing to wait on the wave mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and I don't know um, yeah he sent me a picture of the robots <laughs> you know doing backflips and people think that uh, throwing an open sign on the front door of their business is going to magically draw in thousands of customers right. in their store. That's just not how it is anymore. Right. I think I put up a tweet the other day about demonizing technology, mm-hmm. right? We don't have a choice. Right, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, right. So it, the people that don't adjust to this podcast life, the people that don't, they're just going to be, they're right. going to miss the wave. Right. And it's going to, it's a huge wave. Right. Huge. Right. Since the first since the internet. Can't, what people don't understand is, Cannabis is literally the industry after the, it's the only thing that's ever been compared to the internet, bro. It's it's just so different, you know? There's so much to it. Like, you can make money off of a cannabis business and not even be selling cannabis, you know? That type of thing. It's crazy. Yeah, so like, yeah, I think that making money off what you can't see also, yeah, dude, I think those types of things are huge because I say that most people can't see it. The reason you're making money off of it is because you can see it, right? right? right. So, 
Yeah, that uh, cannabis in general, it excites me, but business excites me, man. Like just this whole, the technology wave excites me. Um, seeing my daughter, bro, you know, just mm -hmm. operate. She's it's crazy. Yeah, right? man. It's, crazy. it's like, <laughs> it's a different world, let's say that. And I think that um, I parent a little bit differently in that sense. Uh -huh. uh, I don't like just screen time. Like I don't do that. We do the, the baseball and all of that or right. whatever, but she learns you know and yeah. she becomes she's smarter because right. of technology right. like if we use it as a as a tool right you know like mm -hmm. it's supposed to be used very beneficial for right. sure yeah i mean the increase in your revenue you can just tell all the way around right. you have to invest in yourself you have to have to invest in technology right right and that's really it and, and as you say that it's mm -hmm. like right now we have one oh, TV man. show. We have two TV shows. Right. We have three TV shows. We got four shows going on right now. Right. Just with technology, man. Like the TV is instinct, bro. It's all about mm. these phones. It's a medium. You know what I'm saying? It's a medium. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now we're in front of, you know, thousands of people right now, you know, mm -hmm. telling the brand, telling the story, leading the forefront of the cannabis industry, man. How do you feel about being one of the top influencers doing that? Um oh, man, I have never like put any thought into that. Uh when I think about it though, like, I don't know. We haven't accomplished our goal yet. Right. You know? So it's like, I'm still getting yeah. after it. Hungry. But when the, um, I, I'm letting the state of Georgia know right now, I will be, I may not be the first to put a seed in the ground next year, but I will be the first to get the application in. Let's right. say that, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> that's it, you know? Mm -hmm. As soon as that happens, it may hit me a little bit, but we've just been, it's just become so normal the last year and a half. Um, and the conversations, that's the thing about this, man. This conversation me and you are having, you have to have with every customer, right? You can go into smoke shops or whatever that have to pay tobacco tax to sell what they sell, mm -hmm. you know, because they got other things in there. Right. We don't do that. You can come in here and you know, we know what's up with cannabis, whether it be regulations, whether it be the grow, the extract, the products that we serve, right. all of that. You, you, you don't get that anywhere in Georgia you are starting to let me right. say that but you know you definitely didn't get that here last year this time right so I think that the wave is here and uh, yeah it's very I just want to make sure we do everything that we're supposed to do including the not getting satisfied with where Georgia's at because it's not an, the 5% THC oil is great mm -hmm. but it's still a CBD dominated plant mm -hmm. so like I said hemp is CBD dominated but marijuana can also be CBD dominated. So you, you do get the high and everything, but it's not like your OG Kushes or whatever, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Green so, Goblin. Right, whatever it is, yeah. Gotcha, you, gotcha. You. Yeah, so. Cool, man. Very, uh, <laughs> it's a very interesting subject. Every time somebody walks in here, they always have a different story, bro, for real. Right. But I love it because most of the time they leave out here, leave, you know, accepting. It doesn't take much mm -hmm. once you start to, you know, understand it. Right. People are accepting of it. Right. So, yeah. Just trying to get people to realize that yeah. um, you're not going to get high, for one thing, off full-spectrum CBD. You're not going to pass it. I mean, you're not going to fail a drug test either. Mm -hmm. And I think people are scared of that. Mm -hmm. And, of course, bro, people have failed drug tests off, like, poppy seed muffins for heroin. Mm -hmm. You know? So you might have your false positive. But... If you're honest, it, like, I take full spectrum CBD, you know, like mm -hmm. you're, oh man, it's just crazy having to deal with that. But 
you know, people honestly think they're in here, you know, doing drugs and stuff like that. And that's just completely too far from the truth. Right. So right here, man, I'm looking at your product, bro. And it got, you know, your name, your brand, your label, mm -hmm. you know, your address, like what everything is all right here is the full spectrum CBD. Right. Um, mm -hmm. How are you, how are you able to package your own product, bro? And, you know, manufacture, how are you doing that, man? Uh, technology, man. Technology. Oh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Inve what I've learned, okay, the biggest thing to do is to invest in technology, right? Right. We have, when you waste time, you that's the expense that you don't know, you can't keep track of, right? So I'm an accountant, or try to be, right? Mm -hmm. So the expense you can't keep track of is your time. You can't put a dollar amount on that, right? right. So even though we dropped, you know, bought like a, less you know in between four or five thousand dollar label printer uh -huh. you know after we figured out the process to the printer right after we got the right sizes for every label we need now it's at the click of a button right you know ten thousand labels in right. less than ten minutes for you know four grand right. instead of buying a minimum order of five thousand pre-made labels for fifteen hundred right you know and it's all based on budget of course so you like if you don't have the money then go with the fifteen hundred like we had to mm -hmm. but recognize that you're going to have to adjust, you know, to save some money to get to that point to buy a printer or, you know, or buy more product or whatever it may be. You have to build uh, really every side of it. That's what I've learned. Build how many labels you can do and then you develop into creating your own labels, you know, and it's kind of the same thing with the product. Though we weren't held back by technology with the product, we were held back by regulation. So now we can develop our own product in Georgia, grow, extract, you know, it's a great thing. Cool, cool. So, so what do you think, what would you say is the most important part about, you know, growing this type of business and what would you say to the person who want to get started, you know, Man. in your footsteps? Okay. This for me is all the way around, right? The number one thing. I don't know. I don't think it's the area that we live in. I just think it's our generation and I don't want to, I mean, we don't have to touch too much on that, but the biggest thing is to block out everyone, man every single person don't listen to anyone all right right <laughs> like because either they want you to fail right. and they're feeding you negativity mm -hmm. or you know they can't see what you see right. out of this it so is. they're not going to be able to be as excited as you right. they can try right. but it's not going to happen right you know so what i've had to do i don't care um, and i've had this conversation with um lc a couple times um, I try to recognize the positive and negative comments. And like I said, you just don't listen to either, right? Don't listen to either. Don't get satisfied off that. Oh, good job. That doesn't mean anything uh -huh. because that was a good job, yeah. right? It's not currently a good job. Thanks. So whatever you do right now, when we get done with this podcast or whatever it may be, like you have to do that again right. every time. Right. There's no stopping, <laughs> right. right? And people think you can get to this point where you'd like almost taking breaks is cool, but don't, you know, don't take a break in your work. Mm -hmm. Take some time to like reset. That's right. fine. But taking a complete break and just because you're at the level that you want to be at, like that's a recipe for disaster. You know, being stagnant is the worst thing I feel like because you're not doing anything. You're not getting worse. You're not getting better. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden the universe, or in this case, the industry is going to develop in a certain way where you're not going to be in the front anymore. Right. You're not going to be number one, two or three. You're mm -hmm. going to be in the back 
or you know, mm. not on the wave, but like I'm saying, right. you know, you have to really, um, yeah, that'd be the most. I don't listen to anyone, man. But I, I like that includes. And this is crazy to say, but like that includes my wife. You know, that everyone <laughs> and uh, like, and I think that is for me. I'm just speaking for me. That is the best thing, right? Because I'm so laser focused on what I want to do mm-hmm. that uh, I just I don't I can't accept negativity that's a guarantee I'm not going to now I might acknowledge a comment depending on who it comes from or whatever right. but I, I've forgotten it you know since then you know because I'm trying to do something else you know to right. get not not noticed but it's not even about that right. you know it's about staying focused on the task you know that's the biggest thing so blocking out everyone and really like zoning in on what you want to do because that's the only way you'll get it done I was telling LC the other day, man, like, really, it's not the end result that changes. Mm-hmm. You can develop a plan like we developed a plan. Right. The kinks and the pathway to get to that uh, end result, mm-hmm. they have changed. We've had to do things differently than right. we planned to do, but we still plan to get to the same right. result, and we did, you know? Right. So I think people adjust their end result too quickly rather than adjusting what they're going through on that path Mm -hmm. to still get to their end result they'll come to a you know a crossroad and instead of you know adjusting and still going to whatever it is you're trying to get to they'll they'll change and go off a different path completely pick something new yeah it picks something new that's it yeah and they just glittering right you know what i'm saying and then something will happen while they're you know subconsciously on that path and they'll be like oh i want to get back on this path over here yeah. well, and you know it's it's a never ending cycle right don't listen to anyone <laughs> which sounds <laughs> awful bro it really does but it was the only way that i could make it man right and i and i i got or not even i can make i don't want to say yeah, that like, you know where you at today though. the way that i am and like how i push i mean be happy man and take care of yourself right for sure but on the business side of things, like, if I listen to anybody, you know, it's Gary or whatever, but if I would have listened to anybody, I wouldn't be doing this. Right. You know, none sure. of us would. Right. Because there has been a lot of, ne- the positive definitely outweighs the negative, but you can imagine, you know, starting in cannabis, <laughs> yeah. especially where we're at, right. you know, there's been some negative negativity there, uh, especially when we were first just getting started, you know. Like, people don't actually fathom that you are going to do this because, and I hate this, bro, but I come from around a lot of people that talk about what they want to do mm-hmm. or what they used to do, right? right? <laughs> and it's like, what are you doing? You know, right, right, that's right. what I want to know. Right, right. So, yeah, that me, I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. I think that people, that alone makes people uncomfortable. Right. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... It's been fun, man. Like this is great. <laughs> like the whole, the whole process and the whole journey that we've had. It's all been worth it, you know. And it's only going going to continue to get better, you know. So. Sure. But yeah. Yeah, man. What about you, man? How are you doing? Hey, I'm wonderful, man. You know, glad to have you on the podcast, sure. man. Glad to I'm have glad you to be share here. some of these tips, man. Some of these strategies. Um, some of these success stories, yeah. and even just what you said, like not listening to anybody, bro. That is like, the main thing. It's so hard, bro, because people will keep saying the same thing over and over. Like, <laughs> just it's crazy. I think people are—they um, kind of want you to need them, you know? Right. So 
you know, being self-sustainable is something we need to preach, really. You know, being able to take care of you on mm-hmm. your own in different ways, uh, mentally and financially. Right. You know, that needs to be spoken about as well. Right. Like, you have got, um, as an entrepreneur, I don't know who's trying to be an entrepreneur, honestly, to who to anybody who's trying to be an entrepreneur, depending on what you're going into, I, I wouldn't recommend it, you know? I would not recommend it. <laughs> Why is that? Well, just because, like... Um, you have to be a different breed, man. Yeah, sure, sure. Straight up, yeah, man. Like you're going to take losses. Hard uh, time. Yeah, and um, if you're not, you know, if that's not you, that's okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's not a big deal. But at the same time, like I said, the positive and outweighs the negative, man. Right. But there's some negative that some people won't be able to deal with. Right. You know, and um, you know, taking losses hurt, especially financial losses, right? right. right? But yeah, if you can go be a doctor, go be a doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that's, but being an entrepreneur is definitely different. Um, and I think is it better? Is it better? Oh, dude, yes, no doubt. Wow. Because I I can do whatever I want. Freedom. Right, but I had to earn that. I had to right. work to get to that <laughs> right. point. Right? right. So for a long time, on being an entrepreneur was working twenty four hours a day. It still kind of is, mm-hmm. right? You're working twenty four hours a day. You don't yeah. have free time. Yeah. You can do what you want. Mm-hmm. Like I can go hang out with my kids mm-hmm. and, and my wife and mm-hmm. do the family thing. Right. But I have my phone, and people don't understand. Always like, working. You always working. You're not. And it's crazy. I remember my last year of college, man. Uh, I was going into my last semester about to graduate and I worked at Big Time Products and they had a controller there. He had his MBA and I asked, he was an older guy getting ready to retire and I asked him one time, I said, why have you never owned your own business? He said, because you got to work 24-7. And at that time, I was just like everyone else and they're doing my accounting job Mm -hmm. 9 to 5, going home Mm -hmm. and then going to school at night and then coming back. I, I had to put in that time for four years, you know, mm-hmm. um, of what I didn't want to do, plus the year and a half at Amavi of, you know, of all the outside mm-hmm. whatever. And yeah, now we're just now, just now, I would say what, five, six years into the total process, as old as my oldest daughter is, so she's about to be five years old, right? right. So five years really to get to where we're at and Georgia hasn't even put applications out yet you know yeah so that actually that excites me right you know instead of the how does it feel to be the influencer or whatever in the leader that excites me to know that I've been five years in this you know and not even it's just developing right it's just like the podcast and the technology and the entrepreneurs and all of that just like other industries CBD you know, the isolates we spoke on, I won't touch too much on that anymore. Those guys will be weeded out eventually, mm-hmm. right? Their product is not sustainable. It's just not. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, a lot of people's products aren't sustainable. Cool, man. <laughs> hey, and, like, and I love what you're saying because the people who listen to this podcast are mostly entrepreneurs. They're mostly people no who doubt, have bro. motivation or marketing and stuff like that. So I want to bring it back, you know, to that before we end the show. Sure. And, and you know, how can you... Like, how important is creating this content for your brand and doing these Instagram lives and, and talking about this stuff? How, right. how important is that for you? The most important. Uh, when we first started, we were selling someone else's products. That was it, right? We wanted to develop a plan for our own brand to push, but we didn't have 
the products to put it behind. So we had to develop the products, blah, blah, blah. But the whole time, it's the brand, you know? Right. The personal brand, the doing this, and everything that you're doing, bro, again, respect to you, bro, because you're ahead of the wave, and you're going to be compensated for that eventually. So keep grinding. But, you know, the brand is the most important thing, right? Right. Um, And... Like Gary said, you know, make some content, bro. Make some content. Stop being uncomfortable. Like, it's like people don't want to put out content for themselves or business or anything because they're afraid of, like, what the world's going to say. Like, you are you already, Mm -hmm. you know. It doesn't matter if somebody sees it or not unless it's a business. Then it matters. You want them to see that, right? Right. So, like, why would you not do that? Mm -hmm. Why would you not, you know put your content out and all of I mean why why not why why would you not it blows because people will judge you people will talk negative right. about you people see will. I don't judge bro I really I really don't uh, I don't even like I said and that let me touch back on that because this this will be a good cut bro like the not <laughs> listening to people right, right? that is ju- that's the judgment side of me like I don't listen to anything because I can't judge them you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying like I don't judge myself bro Right. You know, like judging has to be the last thing you do or you, uh, or pay attention to from someone else. Right. That's the biggest thing about blocking out what people say, right? right? Mm-hmm. Because they are going to cast judgment on what you're doing. They're going to say this, this, and this. I've had people, before I started this five years ago, three, let's say three or four, because Hazel was old, you know, mm-hmm. um, that told me I was going, going to get divorced because I was starting my own business and stuff like that. You yeah. know, like, and the average person might. But I'm not the average person, bro, you know? And I, that's a big message I want to... No one is... Av- there's no average, bro, you know? There's only as much as you can do, right? right? You, you, the average is you limiting yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're making 50 grand a year or $500,000 a year. You become average when you get to those points if you start becoming stagnant, right? right? Mm-hmm. So you can be average and make millions. Mm-hmm. And... Because you got potential to make billions if you wanted to. Exactly, exactly. So you're still average, you know. And that's not a shot. That's not a shot at anybody. But like, I'm not trying to ever be average, you know. So for me, it's not based on a dollar amount. None of this is right, right? You know. But the it's not a average business. It's a small business. But Mm -hmm. that's exactly what it is right now. But we are our core business as far as like products is let is the less important part of our business that that because of regulations in georgia mm-hmm. and us having to sell cbd to even have a cannabis product in georgia mm-hmm. people think that that's our main business plan and our main business model is just selling cbd and it's not mm-hmm. the brand as a whole is our business model and it branches off into different areas. you know gotcha. grow one grow two different types of grows different strains mm-hmm. different you know we got two extraction facilities possibly one for hemp one for marijuana then we have you know there's a lot right then i mean being first comes with its perks bro so you you know same thing with you as a consultant cannabis consultant marketing consultant right. social media consultant right. whatever it is and you just really start to monetize the whole thing. That's when you win. That's yeah. how you build wealth. Right. Aside from stocks and real estate, uh-huh. if you can get into any industry and hit all segments of it and right. make it your own and basically pay yourself a markup, you know, mm-hmm. that's how you win. Right. And people don't understand that. They just want to buy and resell stuff. Now that's good, but you don't need a store for that. You know, right. basically this isn't a retail establishment. Right. I don't look at it that way. Sure, yeah, yeah. I look at it like this is a marketing scheme. Right. Right. right? 
like they can drive by and see this cannabis sign or a CBD sign. They don't have to walk in here to buy. They can right. swipe up on their phone. Right. right. <laughs> Why would they walk in? They just drive by and then go to go to our Instagram and order something. Right. Not right now, obviously. Um, our you know with the website <laughs> being ready next week. But yeah, uh, um, like I said, it took us some time to attach our brand to products because we wanted to make sure we were providing good products, bro. Right. I don't want to put my name on terrible yeah, product. Right. You know, quality is well, key. Yeah, no doubt. So, um, real quick, sorry to interrupt you, man. You're good, dude. Um, I want to say something real quick because you touched on something. You said you don't look at this as a retail, you know, location, right? right. right. And that's huge because we got people like Kmart, right. you know, Payless, right. Toys R Us, you know, mm-hmm. all these places going out of business because people are starting to shop online, right? And going straight to Amazon, straight to Google, right? You know, you're kind of ahead of that. So, mm-hmm. you know, what would you say about that, or what do you have to say about that? Uh, really, two things. One, if you're going to have retail establishments strategically place them and strategically like count how many you need right so it's okay that we have these but it doesn't need our be our main revenue stream we need to you know the online is it should be four or five times more than what you're doing at one store probably Um, but the main thing man is the marketing side of it just seeing that um, I think it's more so for people that are behind the cannabis wave or behind any entrepreneurial wave they have to see it in real time. So we invent it, we, it's more of a marketing expense, is how I look at it, right. you know? Whereas, you know, like you said, Toys R Us and Kmart going out of business left and right because that's the only way they survive. Right. So that it's not that, you know, it's not that they haven't gotten into it, it's that I think they have so much money invested into that, yeah. that it put them in a situation where if let's say let's say Kmart invested in just going online, are they so far behind that people are going to go to Kmart.com over Amazon.com? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like it's almost like it's over. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, like it's I like, mean, yeah. I, I, it's it's terrible, bro. Uh-huh. Now your mom and pop shops like in towns like here right, or whatever, towns, yeah. they will work because you have that local community, right? and, you know. And that is why mm-hmm. our re- we don't we don't try to put too much pressure on our retail establishments. Right. Right. Uh-huh. The right amount of pressure on it is right. You just have to find, like I said, it's got to be strategy. Like. Put it in the right area. Don't too, put too many, right. and you know, build your own line where your own line is paying for everything, right. making yeah. ten sure. times that. Passes you know, so yeah. streams of right, oceans of right revenue. Yeah. So if you're making a hundred grand online and fifteen to twenty grand in each in each store, let's say, mm-hmm. then focus. You can wait till you get the 200 grand to open a third one right. still gonna make you 10 or 15 and at that point you would want to do that mm. if if it makes sense right. right but again it's a marketing thing okay. like maybe that area you're putting that store in isn't really aware of your brand mm-hmm. then that's where you would put the retail place right. you know so it's all about who you can reach online right all right so if you can reach whoever you reach online I don't if they're buying from you, if you I mean if you have a bunch of people in Rome or Dalton or where Cal here, then we don't have to worry about this spot if they're already buying online. Right. So eventually, I think eventually we could shut down our stores as well. We would have so much volume, right. you know, going online. But I think there. Well, let me touch on this. Tillman Fertitta, do you know him? Owner of the Houston Rockets. Okay. He was on Gary yeah. Vee's podcast right. the other day. 
he he made all of his money on restaurants. So I do believe that there are some industries that will continue to have retail establishments. I think, you know, the food, like I always talk about Blue Apron and HelloFresh because that's what my wife and I do. Right. Three times a week, kind of expensive. Nobody's making money in it. DoorDash, the delivers aren't making money in it. The guys making, they're not making money. So I do believe that industries like restaurant industries will still be, you know, retail-ish kind of like serve me fresh food face-to-face communication you know whereas me and you could be having a meeting across the world from each other every day and not see each other right. for a year and get all of our business done right. you know yeah so and that's, it just that's depends on the industry man yeah. you yeah. know yeah. and what you're trying to do what yeah. you're trying to accomplish sure, man. um yeah man so you know that pretty much concluded a podcast do you have anything else that you wanted to you know, where can they find you? Where can they follow you? Oh, you know. uh, at Blaine Steely. <laughs> B-L-A-I-N, no no E, right? Two E's in Steely, no E at the end either, right? Um, so, yeah, that at Blaine Steely across all boards at Amavi Collective. Um, yeah, man. And if, again, this is what I want to say. If there's anybody out there, I know there's a lot of entrepreneur people like I said, don't listen to anyone. Do you keep grinding, keep hustling. And if you're a cannabis consumer, man, we love you. Um, and if you need help, you know, just shoot me an email, you know. Blaine, again, no E, B-L-A-I-N, 2124 at Gmail. You know, we can get, you know, we'll hook you up. Cannabis can help a lot of things. If you're in pain and all of that, let us know, man. That's what it's about, the cannabis community, really and the uh, entrepreneurial community because we're trying to get it. Yes, sir. Hey, Blaine, man. Thanks for yes, coming sir. on uh, today's episode, The Future of Cannabis Industry with Blaine Steely, guys. Thank y'all, man. Y'all go like, y'all go comment, y'all go leave a five-star review on this podcast so we right. can rank up, man, and continue to bring y'all the best content and be the best, you know, motivational podcast out, man. That's Catch right. y'all on the next episode. We out.